You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. I do like our introductory music, that little bit at the end where it just fades away. It's very, very pleasant. Late tea time podders out there. It is us back, James and Dave, with you taking you through this week's golf, looking for the very latest in betting gossip so we can bring you the best prices, the best bets on the Late Tea Time podcast. As I say, I am James Ease, Dave. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've got Oprah Winfrey outside my um, my flat. Yeah, and that's not, not even a gag, is it? That's just a no. fact. It's um, basically uh, most of the roads around my uh, area have been closed over the last few days. There are World War II um, buses and vehicles, and there are people now walking around outside with 1940s garb on extras and things walking around, getting ready to do the march, I think. They were practicing the march outside yesterday. (laughs) I tell you, they've been doing it for three weeks, and somebody was saying there's about 500 people involved in this. There's no wonder movies cost a lot. To make it's for one scene this i think it's, it's bizarre anyway that is uh, that is my life and what's happening just outside that window um but we are looking ahead to today to the uh, genesis invitational um dt and uh one to uh, look forward to i'm just going to get the right banner up so we can show it on the screen bang genesis invitational um and i'll give you uh, the top end of the market for this one um john Rahm. He's the favourite to win the thing. He's 15 to 2. Got Rory McElroy at 9 to 1. Scotty Scheffler is 10 to 1. Justin Thomas, 16s. As I said, we, we leave it late. We're Thursday morning this week, aren't we? Um, has that brought you any late information that can maybe steer us in a particular direction? It has, yeah. There's been quite a bit of um, a bit of late-ish news. I'll, I'll start with um, sort of snippets I'm going to put into a treble, a 72-hole match bet treble. 
So this this is the, the tournament where Tiger kind of plays host, but he's also playing uh, for the first time uh, since. Ooh, let's think. Let's have a look. Um, St Andrews, I think. Yeah, since the Open, and obviously with Tiger, one of the big things, well, like the main thing nowadays is how are you feeling? How how you know what's the physical state of you? Um, so he goes through. Uh, kind of talking about that a little bit. He was going to play in his own Hero Challenge event, but he had to pull out because he had plantar fasciitis, which is like a a, a a very painful affliction to the bottom of your foot. I had it about 20 years ago. I don't know why it went, but it, I got it cleared up. But it's nasty. Like every time you step, it's like, ah! Um, so the question to Tiger was, have you actually, because he's going to play this week, have you actually walked... Uh, 72 holes you know which is kind of a, a fair question given this is a 72 hole tournament um and he went no <laughs> so you, you wow. can't think him um, is in the greatest state and if, if you look back i was kind of looked back when did he do that so in the masters he he, he came back from like a, a two-year well nearly a, maybe 18 month competitive absence at, at, at the masters and he made the cut, and he thought, "Wow, how, how fantastic! Well done!" But on the weekend, when he's, you could see he was just mm. tiring and fatiguing. Hey, and he looked in pain, bless him, didn't oh, yeah, he? He was yeah. really. He, he did. He, every he, time he bent down to get the ball out of the yeah. cup, it was um, it looked like agony. And you were wincing, and, and he shot seventy eight, seventy eight on the weekend. So, and then he played the PGA again, brilliant to make the cut. Third round, seventy nine, and then he withdraw. So. Yeah. It's kind of there's the story that that that's kind of you think well I don't see how that's going to change it in the open at St Andrews seventy eight seventy five didn't make the cut but even if even if he did make the cut you're thinking he's only going to just slip down the leaderboard so I, I was surprised that they put him in a match bet at all this week to be honest I would have thought I don't see how he, he's going to sort of win that but he's, there's a few up with him so you've got to take him on and. I've gone on to um, Betfair and they put him up against Adam Scott, which I just think, I know Adam Scott's so short at three to 10, but as three to 10 goes, Adam Scott, I think he's only got to sort of stand up to win, really. Um, he loves this tournament. He's won it twice. He's got loads of other big finishes, Adam Scott. He says it's his favourite stop on tour. Um, even if Tiger was physically fine you'd take you'd probably put Scott up against him anyway just because of Tiger's competitive rustness Scott said he's he's been home for a month to Australia that was a really useful time but he did get to work in the last couple of weeks and he, he once won this event having not played this having made this the first start of, of the year I mean we're into sort of mid-feb now aren't we um mm. so Adam Scott to beat Tiger Woods over 72 holes I mean I, I'm cheering Tiger on you'd love to see him do well, but I just can't see it. Yeah. Even, if he makes, even if he makes the cut, I just don't see how he improves on the weekend. I just, you know. Even if you take the golf out of the equation, it's quite a long walk around a golf course, isn't it? Four times. Well, that's the problem. I think he can hit the shots, but just the fatigue of walking four times. And 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 because he's not done it, if he'd come in and said, yeah, I've been building up my stamina, I've, I've played like six days in a row or something he's not even tested himself mm -hmm. so as much as tiger is incredible and and loves this sort of challenge of, of beating the sort of physical difficulties uh, you know you just think this is too much yeah 
So three to ten then, Adam and Scott to beat Tiger. Yeah. Uh, so um, that's, with, that's with Betfair. Are all of these with Betfair? These are with Betfair, yeah. yeah. You can dig around. I mean, you can use this info in any other way you like. You could yeah. back Tiger the Mr. Cut. I mean, you could, but I personally wouldn't want to make that bet because I wouldn't want to be thinking, go on, hit a bad shot. I just, you know, I want Scott to do really well and Tiger just to sort of do nicely. That would, mm. you know, And Scott wins for that bet. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The second leg, then, is another player I really like, Keegan Bradley. I've not got any inside info on him, barring the fact that he's in brilliant form. He's third in the FedEx Cup standings this season, so he's having a brilliant season. He's up against Justin Rose, who won at Pebble Beach. Uh, but they have interviewed Justin Rose, and they said, oh, what have you been up to uh, since Pebble Beach? And he said, um, I went home to England. It, it was a bit of a scheduling glitch, he called it. Um in which case, he's coming back now. When they interviewed him on Tuesday, he'd, he'd kind of not really picked up his clubs or seen the course. So it, it sounds like, to me, it sounds like he's won at Pebble Beach. He's gone home to celebrate and he's not quite ready for this tournament. And again, he's up against an absolute you know, stud of a player in Bradley in great form. Got some good form on this course. So I think Rose will be um, a bit underprepared. And just the rhythm of golf anyway. Often, if you get a win maybe out of the blue, then you dip for a little bit before you you, mm. you you rise again. So I think Rose is there to be taken on. Bradley's four to five uh, to, to win. That 72 old match bet. And then the other bit of info that I didn't really have a handle on um, was uh, Tom Kim, our friend Tom Kim. Um, I didn't really know what, if he had any, because it's his first start in the event. Um, but um, a couple of things in a piece I read this morning uh, from Chua Chu Chang, who does all the kind of Asian tour uh, PGA uh, previews. He found a quote where Tiger Woods is praising him, so he'll be chuffed about that. He actually, he's 21. He's, he came to the event in Riviera in California three years ago as a fan and was kind of, you know, his jaw dropped on the floor when he saw Tiger. Now he's playing in the same tournament as Tiger, so that's a, a bit of a thrill. And then he also said um, he came here last week to play 18 holes as a bit of prep. He also talks about, um, he says, that the biggest thing for me is just kind of being in LA and there's a big Asian community here. So have lots of people out there. So he sounds like he's got some extra sort of comfort at this place that I didn't really think of before. Um, so I tried to find him in a match bet. And the one they put him up against is Jason Day. Uh, Tom Kim, and you think, oh, Jason Day, he's in good form. Do, do you do you want to be doing that? But Jason Day's course form is is horrendous. Um, last five visits, I think they're the only five. Miscut, sixty fourth, sixty second. Miscut, miscut. So Jason Day just doesn't get on with this course. <clears throat> I don't quite know why. Um, the other California 
course, Torrey Pines, not that far away, so on on the coast. Um, he loves that, absolutely loves that place. But this one, he's just you've got to think after five attempts and you've not finished in the top mm. 60, something's not suiting your eye or, or whatever. So, yeah, he's in good form, but I think this might be the place where um, he just might, might just step back a bit. Uh, so I thought Tom Kim's the outsider in that much better, even money. Uh, so uh, he's the other one. So if, if we put Adam Scott to beat Tiger, Keegan Bradley to beat Justin Rose and Tom Kim to beat Jason Day into a treble, what does that get us in terms of price? Uh, 4.68. That's not so bad. Yeah. So at 4.68 for those three gentlemen to succeed in the Genesis Invitational. This is Late Tea Time. The last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tindall. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I know before we pressed record or go live today, you were talking about the Netflix uh, special that's come out, weren't you? With, uh, I mean, I've been watching one on the tennis, um, but the um, Netflix released the golf one yesterday, and you have already halfway through it, I understand. Yeah, eight episodes. Uh, so I watched four yesterday. So I watched the first three. Um, it starts out with a quite a gentle sort of piece with uh, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. And it was kind of, oh, they're great guys. But I kind of knew they were great guys. Oh, isn't Justin Thomas's dad a nice fella? Yeah, I sort of knew that already. Oh, they're cool friends, aren't they? Yeah. So it, it was a, a gentle start to the, to the thing, yeah. really. Um and they are, they are nice guys, um, but they didn't really have me on the edge of my seat or anything. Uh, the second episode was more interesting because it, it showed Brooks Kepka, and it kind of showed him battling with self-doubt. And, you know, he, he had that period where he won four majors, and now because of injuries and, also, and just loss of confidence, you could see him i mean his, his wife's sort of showing him which wedding dress shall i wear and he's, he's just glazed over he's not in the room he's thinking about how can i hit more fairways and stuff like that um so it kind of made his decision to go to live more understandable because you look you're looking at him and you're thinking deep down there's part of him that's thinking is that it for me if my best year's gone um so I don't think he's someone who's going to wrestle with the fact that it's kind of a regime that's he doesn't agree with. He's just thinking, I need some money here to, Cat, to cash keep, in, yeah, to keep going, yeah, to because I, I I'm worried that my best is gone and I'll never get it back. He talks about this big fear that I guess a lot of golfers must have of of having the high and then you dip and then how do you ever get it back? So that was quite an interesting one. Um, and then I watched the one about Ian Poulter. A few people had said, oh, he comes across terribly in that one. He didn't really. I, I think I think with sports people, I think you've got to, you've got to realise we pick and choose when we like them. So we love Poulter in the Ryder Cup. Mm. So it's sort of all right not to like all him. All of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's a bit of a sort of 
you know, so it's all right then not to like him for other reasons. So, you know, he we don't know him. He's just a guy. So it's a bit almost a bit selfish to say, oh, well, he's a, you know, what a clown. There's a scene where you just throw some clubs across the room in a locker room and smashes them up. But I don't know. I just think it's a bit not right to, to love him at one point and, and really dislike him at another. Mm. You know, it's a bit of, it's like our privilege to pick and choose when we like him. Um, and again, I, I thought you could understand his move to live because he's again, he's slipping down the world rankings. He, part of the show is it, um, he wants to get into the master so he can take his son. Um, I think it's Luke uh, with him, but he doesn't get in. And you could see he's think as much as Paul's self-belief is through the roof, you can see him thinking, because they're showing a lot of his, his lifestyle with his, he's got quite a big family and they've you know, got a wonderful house everywhere and the, the sort of private jet and everything. And you, you're thinking, he's thinking that how do I keep, this level of yeah. sort of luxury in it for my family, which is a, a kind of fair enough thing want, to want to do. And you think he's thinking his career, he's not earning the money he used to on the PGA Tour. If someone's just offering me millions, I'll do it. And again, if you've not got the the kind of, you know, sort of world outlook where you're worried about where the money's coming from, you'd do it I think certainly not something that I would do but then I wouldn't get into his position in the first place it's an interesting one though Dave because everybody assumes that because um successful sports people are successful and everything from the outside looks rosy um that there are no pressures and you can't be depressed you can't get anxiety you you can't be worried about money because you've got loads but you still need to pay the bills and you live your life to that standard, don't you? You, you yeah, your family in the, you're in that groove for having the big houses and everything like that. Yeah. And you only need to drop down a little bit and all of a sudden you can't afford them potentially. It's just, it's just on a larger scale to what most mm-hmm. people are used to. Um, but yeah, the bottom line is he's thinking I've given my family this lifestyle. How can I now just yeah. reel back from it? So he's thinking lives come along at a time when, the thing with him, though, I think he's sort of kidding himself because they ask him, well, what if you lose the the chance to be a Ryder Cup captain, which you think would be, if money wasn't a thing, of course he would want to do that more than anything. But he, I think he's taking a calculated gamble that, oh, it might just blow over and I'll I'll get the chance mm. one day. So I think that's what he's done. I think, I think he's thinking, I'll have the money now because that's a definite and the Ryder Cup thing might happen. Mm. And I'm sort of, I'll take a bit of a punt that it might probably won't know, will it? Well, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, it might blow over in three years' time. We might be all accepting of live and everything's well. I, th- I think track, but... I think more likely blow over would be live vanishes and doesn't happen. Yeah. And then they, do they all come crawling back with a tail between the legs, or are they yeah, possibly? Yeah. But anyway, so so they're the first three in chronological order, and then I saw quite a lot of stuff on um, Twitter. That, oh, you've got to watch the Tony Fino episode. That's the best one. So I think that's episode six. So you okay. can sort of watch them individually. It, it doesn't. Mm. I'm not sure if you need to watch them all sort of in, in order. So that's number six. So watch that one. And oh, wow, what what a guy! What a great bloke Tony Fino is. He's yeah. another one. He's got he's got this massive family, um, but it really tells it from the family point of view. So there was this feeling: why isn't he winning more? And he sort of learned his backstory where his mother died about 10 years ago and he's still, you know, sort of 
so choked up about it whenever he talks about it. They show him having like his foundation day. He starts to talk about his mum and he's just in pieces. He really is. But what happened was uh, Tony Fiena's wife lost her dad. So Tony Fiena's first thing was I need to support her because I know what it was like when I lost my parent. Yeah. So he put that ahead of his golf. He That was his number one priority to look after his wife. He's thinking, what a great bloke. And he did it probably at the expense of, of golf mm-hmm. because he used to then he used to in the early part of his could just go away and he didn't, you know, he missed some of his kids' birthdays, etc., because he was away. So what he decided to do when um, his wife lost her dad was to just bring the family with him. And lo and behold, he starts winning. Um, okay. Yeah, it's just because I think he's just settled that he's still giving yeah. her the attention and everything. Um, people have said, oh, is it not a bit... It's interesting, they're contrasting with Colin Morikawa in the same episode. Morikawa is sort of baffled that um, he's so sort of like singular focused. He he just cannot understand how you could possibly be competitive in a golf tournament. You've got a family of 10 to just kind of worry about. But Tony Fina clearly can, he's happier with his family around yeah. him. So it's quite an interesting contrast between him and Morikawa. Anyway, that would work. Because if you walk onto the first tee and you are content in your own skin, yes, yeah, you're probably going to play better, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the upshot of that, if we're talking about the sort of positive vibes and everything, is that Tony Finau, already a hugely liked character on the PGA Tour, he'll be getting an absolute ton of our oh, Tony mate. We love that one. That's the best one. I just think this he'll have so much positivity around him this week that that might be a little X factor to throw in with his pretty obvious chance. Anyway, if you look at his um, course form, he's twi- twice finished runner-up here at, at Riviera, um, 2018 and 2021. So he loves this course. Um, his last five starts, not finished worse than 16th. He's just hinting at really coming into form. His, his strokes gained tee to green, which is quite a big thing this week. Is spot on. He's gaining like eight and nine strokes last two tournaments. Uh, so Tony Finau got a great chance anyway. You add in the fact that he's now everyone's like favourite person ever, and the media will that will filter through to him. You can imagine loads of guys on the on the range just coming up to him and say, "Oh, I loved your episode, Tony." And he, I think it'll just be great for mm. him. Um, and these are the things that you know they might not mean stuff to. In other sports, well, maybe they do, but in golf, it's such a game in the head. I think if you're f- absolutely fueled with positivity, I just think he'll play well on the back of it. Um, mm. He'll kind of, you know, he'll just see that what he's doing is the right thing. He'll sort of reaffirm a lot of, a lot of his actions. So I, I think he'll have a great week. So I, I just thought, as a singular bet, each way Tony Finau at sixteen to one, we can all cheer him on, and just it'll be great. I think I know what I'm going to be watching for the rest of today. Um, I think I'll be certainly watching the Tony Finau episode. Anyway, the Genesis Invitational. Um, Adam Scott to beat Tiger. He's three to ten. Keegan Bradley to beat Justin Rose. Four to five. Tom Kim to beat Jason Day. Even money. All with Betfair. You treble that. Treble them up. Four point six eight to one. And Tony Finau, who I'm going to be going to watch in just a few seconds time, yeah. 16 to 1. You can get him eight places with Skybet or Betfair, which uh, sounds on the, yeah. on the fact that he's riding on the crest of a uh, wave of adulation. Um, yeah, sounds exactly. like it might yeah. be worth a, worth a plan. One, one funny little thing, you mentioned it before, that outside your house is kind of like a billion extras. 
yeah. there's, there's a scene where um, Colin Morikawa is, is picking his um, like Adidas um, outfit for the week. And he's in a room and there's a, a guy showing him like a sort of colour palette and think, how do you like it? There's about 20 people in there just sort of taking notes. My God, that isn't money like thrown up the wall. It really is. It's like, yeah. do you need all those people in there sort of taking notes? Just, you know, just go into a room, look at a couple, pick it and go and play golf. What a faff. Honestly, uh, I mean, as as you can see, viewers, we are the height of uh, elegance and uh, sartorial. <laughs> Why am I wearing <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <look>. How long <laughs> did it take? Did you have twenty people in the room when you chose that T-shirt? No, I looked at that. I thought I quite like that. I'll buy it. And I did. <laughs> well, you're a simple man, Dave. Whereas, yeah, uh, obviously, Colin Morikawa. Don't, don't you criticise Colin? Well, I don't think it was his fault. It, it, you could sense he was sort of rolling his eyes inside, thinking, "Really?" Yeah. It must be very strange to be so high profile that wherever you go, there's people just hanging off Running your coattails. Around with notes. Yeah, must be really weird. I certainly don't get that, Dave. I mean, I know you yeah. do, but um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, thank you very much, DT. Yeah, cheers. And uh, thanks out there at Late Tea Time Potters. Uh, tune in again um, around about the same time next week. This has been a sports broadcast media production. Always gamble responsibly. And like I say, we'll see you again around about the same time next week. Cheers, everybody. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.